Well, hello, deities, and welcome. This is the voice of Goddess Latoya, and you are listening to Goddess Botanica, the podcast series. We'll be spending a lot of time together, so it's only fair that you know what you're in for. Don't you agree? So, Goddess Botanica. Goddess Botanica is my love project to the universe. It's literally an open book of my shadow work. And I say this because I have evolved in a lot of ways. I have transformed and I believe getting closer to my higher self day by day. And it was not an easy road. You know, I had to go through shadow work. And about shadow work, that's that's a word you're going to be hearing in this show a lot. You know, it's going to be our buzzword because it's literally one of my um, hashtags for the page. Right. Um, I think it's important. And I think for the most part, we as millennials, we go to therapy and we speak about it because we love that we are able to sit and really use a science to unpack some of our trauma. And that's fine. But then we go to real life and it seems as though that everything that we were taught, all of the unpacking, it stopped right in that chair with our therapist. But we need to carry that with us, you know, the homework that we get for therapy for those of us who do get therapy that's part of your shadow work you know that place where you go deep within and you think of all of the places and experiences you've had in your life where you've been to physically and metaphorically and you realize some really awful truths about yourself and you explore those truths and you navigate which is toxic and which is, you know, okay. But then what do we do with the toxicity? Do we let it go or does it really become a part of us for life? And so this is why shadow work is important. Go into that space where you're alone and you really face that ugly truth about yourself. You write about it and you create goals to know how you can, at least for the most part, not further inflict any more pain and suffering to those who try to love you and who try to be a part of your journey. And we do this not because, you know, a pastor told you you needed to do it in order to see God, (laughs) you know, or because you'd go to hell. You do it because you want to be a better human. So that's the thing about shadow work. You're not doing shadow work because you want validation or a prize or something. In fact, if there was a prize, the prize would be to be closer to your higher self. And when I say your higher self, I mean your highest earthly self. Because I like to think of us as demigoddesses and demigods. We're half human because we were placed on earth, but we hold a spiritual being within us. In fact, our creator said we were made in its image and likeness. So we too are God. We too are divine. And so what shadow work does is it levels the playing field between our physical self or highest earthly self to our divine self. So because this is literally my life's audiobook, it's literally my journal in audio form. (laughs) 
we'll be exploring a lot of my past and even a little bit of my present. We'll be hearing stories about those, or you'll be hearing stories about those who I've encountered. You'll either hear it from me or hear it from them for themselves. And we'll be exploring a range of topics everything to do with love, everything to do about light, you know, what does it mean to be a light worker or a healer or somebody who is positive, you know, and because we are about balance, of course, we'll go to the shadow work part of it as well, you know, we'll go to the parts that show us that light and shadow work needs to go hand in hand because as much as we need affirmations and positivity, we have to face the dark side. We have to root out those things that prevent us from being about the light. So we're going to explore old boyfriends and that heartache that made us a totally different person and all the other relationships that help us be or molded us to be who we are today. We'd speak a bit about spirituality and its relationship with nature especially plants you know because i'm about botanicals i'm a baby plant mama <laughs> and we'll share tips about those and of course we love a good kiki so that's what bat wigs mean it's not um <laughs> discrimination to anybody who wears wigs <laughs> but it's definitely about us having a kiki and speaking on some uncomfortable things but finding relief in humor and so I do hope you enjoy your stay and we share this space and create this sanctuary where we are able to exchange stories, unpack and really have some therapeutic conversations and exchange of energy. I want to know something. Why haven't you started that project? I'm pretty, pretty sure there's something that you're supposed to have started a long while or something that you want to start now and you just haven't. And I'm not saying there aren't the actual reasons like capitalism has screwed us all and so capital in itself is something so hard to attain. Sometimes we have lack of resources. We don't have much networking with people and we just don't have the means of commencing whatever it is because of lack of will. And I want to touch on that because most times that's the reason you didn't start that thing. You didn't write that research paper because you lacked the motivation to. You didn't finish that degree program because you lacked the motivation to. And please, pseudo-intellectuals, do not roll your eyes. Again, I'm not speaking about the reasons that we may have, like capital or lack of capital or resources. I'm speaking about you have those things, but you still don't start, you know? And if you do start, why don't you ever complete it? And I'm literally looking in the mirror and batting my own wig, <laughs> as we say, um, because... This project in itself is an example of my procrastination. And at some point I had to sit and really say, why is that? You know, have the resources, you have the support and you just don't want to do it. And so my shadow work 
was delving within my inner child. And I've come to realize that it stems from lack of validation in my childhood. Now, it isn't to say that my mom didn't show me love or did not reward me for the things that I've accomplished, be it from good grades or winning some prize for an extracurricular activity. But I think there were other people I expected it from and I didn't get it from them. And because at some point I felt like it just, you know, became sort of like an expectation for these for certain things I've accomplished that I needed even more validation than what I was actually getting. And I never really said that aloud. I never really looked at it that way because I was rewarded. You know, I, I got the pat on the back. I got the box of, of McDonald's, right? <laughs> but yet it still was not enough. And so I feel like my lack of motivation stems from not expecting a pat on the back, not being told, hey, you're really doing well. Because words of affirmation means a lot to me. And so because I am scared, even though I do have a partner now who, you know, he understands my love language and he reaffirms daily to me, you know, the things that I need to hear or the things that he knows will motivate me, it still has me in a space where I can't quite start. So then I had to go deeper and realize that my life, the premise of my life shouldn't be that I'm doing things for appreciation or validation, that I needed to separate people pleasing or being driven by pleasing people from doing something because I really want to do something. So no, I, I did not procrastinate because I didn't have an audio setup or a phone that's very capable because I'm actually recording on my phone today. I didn't start because, because I felt like I wouldn't get appreciated and that's deep and I'm pretty sure you can look at your life and think wow this is true and even if you said okay well for me it's not so much I need appreciation I am just a perfectionist and I'm worried about failure worrying about failure means you're worried about the opinion or the disappointment from external forces. Even if you did fail, you for yourself can be understanding and loving of yourself. But the fact that there's that block that makes you not even want to attempt because you don't want to fail. And all you're saying is, is because you're a perfectionist, then you need to understand what being a perfectionist is and why it's important to you to be perfect. Who told you? You needed to be perfect. And if you weren't perfect, what were the repercussions of such? And are the people who made you face those repercussions in your life today? 
Have they ever been confronted? Do their opinions matter now? And if so, why? And so when you go into shadow work, when you really start on your journey, these are the type of questions you can use for self-help and really just unpack and become that better, that better demigod or demigoddess or just a general deity or earthly being. And yeah, because I'm trying to sound deep. <laughs> but my point is you really become a better person and you really feel that weight that you didn't even know was there on your chest being lifted. I want you to know right now that it's okay to fail. I also want you to know that it's okay to want validation, but we must first be okay without getting it sometimes and also beware of the people we place that expectation on because maybe that's why you always feel that way. You keep placing expectations on the wrong people. We need to really categorize and place people where they should be in our lives because just as your house if your house is too cluttered and you know you're not sure of where something is you also become sick just like your environment so likewise with your friends with the people you interact with who you may not say are your friends but they do exchange with you on some level when the day comes you have to be very careful about who they are and where you place them because then you will continue to feed into the beast within you that is so full of hurt and trauma and toxicity and things that can manifest that would really affect your life for the worse. I think regardless of our belief system, regardless of where we are in life, that we all really want to be a better human. And we really just want to enjoy the hell of this thing called life. Because it's so hard and so unpredictable. I mean, it's 2021 and we are in the middle of a pandemic. And we have no idea, realistically, what comes next. So why, why must we make the possible last moments of our lives literally more than a living hell than it already is? What's the point of that? And the thing about it is we really do need community. We really need us all to come together. Because community is what has helped evolve humanity for so long. When humanity was in unison is when the world evolved. And the reason why we aren't evolving as we should is because we are so divided. And I'm not here in this episode to talk about you know the dynamic in the world when it comes to powers or systems and how it affects society but what I am saying is at some point we really do need to just be better freaking people and in order to be better people we need to separate self and ego and align and that was also some pretentious crap i just said <laughs> <laughs>
But this is what Goddess Botanica is all about. Love, light, shadow work, botanicals, and bat wigs. I'm Goddess Latoya, signing out and saying, Deities, start the damn thing, do jackass the scene. <laughs>